Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Rhodes? Well, we're going, we don't need Rhodes. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. No, I am your father. You're listening to After the Ending, the only film podcast where we tell you what happens after the ending of your favorite films. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Spring and Phil Edwards. Hello and welcome to After the Ending. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards. And this is our sort of our unofficial Thanksgiving-themed bonus episode. Something like that, right, Phil? Yeah, thanks for that, Mike. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Well, I I guess I should say that obviously Thanksgiving is a very American holiday. So for our listeners and all the other parts of the world, uh, this is why we didn't go for a heavy Thanksgiving theme because – we didn't want to alienate everybody. Yeah. So it's just sort of no, like, Nobody else cares, Mike. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> especially uh, especially you Brits because we're thankful for, you know, getting away from yeah. you. No, that's a different holiday, isn't it? That's 4th yeah. of July. You're welcome for the yeah. language and all, all that stuff. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I'll, for g- I'll give you that one. I appreciate your personal contribution to my culture. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, so it's lightly Thanksgiving themed is what I'll say. Just sort yes, of in yeah. spirit. Yeah. As we as we said last week, we're doing uh, this bonus episode mostly just for some scheduling issues that have arisen. Uh, once in a while, we got to catch up a little bit. But uh, so what we're going to do today is, well, Phil, why don't you tell people what we have in store for this episode? Listeners to our previous uh, bonus episodes will know we do Quizmaster Deathmatch, where Mike and myself ask each other trivia questions about some of our favorite films. So far, Mike's winning three to one, so I'm not too happy about that. And we will also <laughs> be doing uh, a top five. And this time we're going to be doing our top five films that we are thankful for. Yeah, I'm excited about this list. Yeah. I had a lot of fun putting it together. Yeah, I think it's uh, all-encompassing. There's, there's lots of different th- ways you can be thankful to a film. Some of them you can be thankfully finished, and did. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but yeah. Yep, all right. It'll be well, interesting to see. And there's a, there's a slight uh, Thanksgiving theme with one of the films that's going to be in the quiz because uh, I'm going to have questions asked to me about planes, trains, and automobiles. That's right. And that's one of the few, it's, yeah, it's one of the few films set around Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't think yeah. of many more. Exactly. And it's not, I mean, it's not really a Thanksgiving film. It's not because it's not about Thanksgiving, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? But it does take place uh, over the Thanksgiving, you know, long weekend. So, uh, and I'm going to be doing uh, questions about uh, Back to the Future 2. So this should be quite the intense matchup. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not too sure. Planes, trains, and automobiles, it's uh do like it, but there's so many ways you can go with the questions, so I'm a bit wary of yeah. what you can ask me. I you know, I don't think I, I don't think I'm gonna I, I don't think I'm gonna stump you too too much. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh yeah. you know. As as always, our the questions are subjective, so we'll we'll see what happens. Very true. Well for for new listeners we go we're well, gonna ask six questions, two easyish ones, two middling ones, and two Tricky ones. Right. And there are different points. So the first two questions are worth one point each. The second two are worth three points each. And the last two are worth five points each. And then we will total it up at the end and see which one of us was the winner and declare another victory for myself or for you, Phil. Probably you. (laughs) Well, listen, you know, I went three in a row, but then... Then I faltered, and you know that's what happens a lot of times. Like with football games, that the momentum shifts, and you know you could be going on your own run now. So I don't want to get cocky just because I had an early streak. Yeah, I don't get cocky, kid. <laughs> All right, so why don't we start things off then? Um, I will. Uh, I'll go ahead and start. I'll, I'll give you a question on planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, this is a one-point question. I think you're going to get this one, Phil. So, what does John Candy's character Dell sell for a living? Oh, he sells shower curtain rings. Ding, ding, ding! For you got American it. Light and Fixture. There you go. Even even better. You knew the name of the company. All right. 
Ooh. Well, there you go. So that's one point uh, for you so far. Okay. Okay, my first question for you, but from Back to the Future 2. Uh, what is the name of Biff's grandson? Uh, Griff. Yes, correct. One nice. point to you. Thank you. All right. So, Neil and Dell are traveling from New York to Chicago. Where does their plane get diverted to? Oh, uh, why? Wichita? Yes, correct. Nice job. I'm impressed. I don't know if I would have gotten that one, frankly. No, I'm surprised I got that one, to be <laughs> and honest. I, and I watched the movie fairly recently, too. So. Ooh, okay. All right, all right. You're on a roll. Let's see what we got next. Okay. What song is playing when Marty enters Cafe 80s? Wow. Um, yeah, I have no idea. I'll just throw out a guess. Uh, Born in the USA. Oh, no, it was Beat It by Michael Jackson. Beat It. There you go. All right. Good question, though. Good question. Okay, thank See, you. I knew, you know, I knew this one was going to maybe trip me up. I've seen Back to the Future 2 like a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't watched it recently in the past few years, so I'm a little, you know. But well, we'll, it all, we'll all depends. As well, I just said it's subjective because some things just stick in your mind. It's different for different people, isn't it? You get, you get certain things you pick up on, certain things you don't. So. Right. It's true. It's true. All right. Moving on to our three-point questions then. What surprisingly still active credit card does Dell take from Neil's wallet to pay for the rental car? Oh. There's a clue in my question, just so you know. Uh, okay. Um, American Express? I'm sorry, you are incorrect. It was Diners Club. <sighs> and that's why I say it's surprisingly yeah. still active, because you can actually still get a Diners Club card, which I had no, no idea. No, I didn't know that. Right? I thought that was like a totally like an 80s thing, but apparently yeah. Diners Club is still around. You can still get a card. They still take it some places. Oh, my God. Right? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought. God. Oh, God. Okay. So for three points, what actor was playing the video game in Cafe 80s? Mm. Um, I'll say child actor. What child actor? Okay. Playing the video game in Cafe 80s. Um, again, I'm going to have to guess. Was it Macaulay Culkin? Oh, no, it was Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. I didn't know that. Didn't you? Oh, I thought... No, I didn't know that, actually. Sorry, I thought that was a... No, that's good. That's good trivia. That's what I like about trivia is learning facts you didn't know. I, I didn't know that. There you go, Elijah Wood, yeah. All right. Well, uh, here, I have a, actually have a very similar question for you for three points also. What famous actor has a small role as the person Neil races for a taxi in the beginning of the film? I know this one. It's uh, Kevin Bacon. Correct. Oh, Nicely done. Oh, Phil's taking a lead now. I better uh, I better catch up here. Oof. Okay. All right. Hit me. What is the name of Biff's Casino? Oh, it's... um. Uh, I can picture it in my head. Yeah. It's not It's not Trump Tower. <laughs> is it... Oh, gosh. I'm going to get this wrong. Is it Biff's Pleasure Palace? <gasps> oh, you're so close. It was Biff's... Uh, Biff's Pleasure Paradise. Pleasure Paradise. Oh, oh. Man, that's a bummer. All right. I'll give you. I'll give you a point though for that. Okay. Got, One out of three points. Out. I'll take. I'll take that. I was. I was close. So now we're moving into our five point questions. But I, I, you've got. You've got a lead already. So it's. Uh, it's uh, maybe I can catch up here in the end. Ooh, okay. Uh, for the first one, how many times in the movie does Neil trip over Dell's trunk? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, I don't know. Five. It's actually just two. Oh. I know that was a hard one, but I, yeah, yeah, there's not a ton no, of trivia out there about trains, trains, automobiles. So I had to kind of, you know, I had to kind of work with what I had. So okay, all right. What what is the other magazine that 1955 Biff took to the Enchantment Under the Sea dance? Besides the Sports Almanac, mm-hmm. is it Playboy? No, it was Ooh La La. Ooh La La. Gosh, you know it's so funny because when you say them, they come right back to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see but the scene and everything. You know, it's just it's been a Frozen while, a bit, and I yeah. just I it's just been too long clearly since I've seen it. So Ooh La La. All right, all right. Well, here's here's your uh, your final question for five points. 
Another John Hughes movie is seen and heard twice in the film, once in the background while Neil calls his wife, and once on the television in Neil and Dell's hotel room. What movie is it? Uh, okay, so Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was 1987. 1987. Okay, so wasn't Ferris Bueller's Day Off, wasn't it? Oh, the baby one? Is it baby one? Well, oh, I can't answer that for you. What's that one? Uh, she, she's having a baby or something like that. You are correct. For five oh, points, you got it. You joke, cool. I wasn't sure that was the name at all. It was. She's having a baby. Oh, clutch play in the end there, Phil. Fourth quarter touchdown, man. I'm impressed. Woof. Apparently, because Kevin Bacon was in that, and that's why he, uh, of course, um, yeah, 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 he did the cameo in the beginning. And apparently, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember my trivia correctly, um, the film hadn't been released yet, but it had been made, so they worked some of the stuff into it, um, just kind of because they could, I guess. So, okay, nicely cool. done, Phil. I think you got this well, one in the bag. I don't, know, I don't know where I pull that one from. Yeah, well, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Okay, so your last one. Well, what does Jennifer find out about her wedding to Marty? About the location? I. Something to do with, I can't remember. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm drawing a blank on that one. Okay. They got married in the Chapel O' Love. Chapel O' Love. God. Yeah. All right. Note to self, next time I pick a movie, don't pick one. It's been way too long since I've seen it. <laughs> These are all things I knew. All right. Well, I think we know who won this one, but why don't we tally up our points for an official total? Okay. All right. So why don't, why don't you give me the bad news first? Did I have one point? Was that uh, it? Well, I gave you that extra one as well because you, oh, right. you got pleasure. Right? So you got two points altogether. Okay, well, that's a far cry from the nine points that you garnered. Oh, so. get in, you beauty. I love planes, trains, and automobiles. Very well done, Phil. Well, I, I'm, su I'm surprised I did so well on that one, to be honest. I'm surprised I did so poorly on mine, yeah. but that's okay. That's my fault. It happens. So I got that yes. one. All right, so now the uh, now the tally stands. I'm just gonna, hold on, hold on. I'm just writing Phil one on <laughs> this one. So that makes it your three to my two. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. See, I told you. I told you I lost some momentum, and now things could be swinging the other way. <sighs> that was a good one. All right. Yes, yes, indeed. Well done, sir. I bow down to you, to your superior victory. Well, thank you. I appreciate the questions. You gave me some good questions there. Yeah. Yeah, you did a nice job. Thank you. So why don't we move on then to our top five? Like you mentioned earlier, this is our top five films that we are thankful for. And, and you know, like you said, also, this could kind of go any direction. So I'm curious to hear what you've come up with. So why don't you kick things off, Phil, and give us your number five? Okay, my number five, I'm going to go with E.T., The Extraterrestrial. Oh, good choice. Because I went to see it at the pictures uh, when it came out. I was with my mum and dad and my brother. And also when we were there, a friend of my, my mum and dad was there, Charlie. He was there with his kids. Uh, he was always quite a funny guy. I always thought he was like kind of cool. I was watching the film, and uh, as I got to the end, you know, people were crying, and you know, you know, like this. And I turned around and saw he was crying, and it seemed like my mum crying at films. I hadn't really seen my dad doing it, but I saw Charlie, who I'd always, I never thought cried and things, but I saw him crying, and I was going, "Are you crying?" And he was going, "No, no, I'm not crying. I'm picking my nose, trying to joke it off and things." <laughs> right. But I saw he was crying, and, I, and I, it made me realise that films could affect uh, adults like that, any adults, and that it was okay to cry at films. So I'm thankful for E.T. for that one. Oh, that's lovely. That's great. Great great movie. And, and uh, you know, I, I think most people cry at the end of E.T. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Okay, so what's your number five? Well, my number five is John Carpenter's Halloween. Um, and the reason I picked that is it, that movie is actually kind of my intro to horror movies. I did not grow up watching horror movies. Um, I, you know, as yeah, a kid, yeah. a, a lot of my friends watched them. I, I never did. My parents were, you know, fairly, not, I don't want to say strict, but they didn't let me watch horror movies at a young age. And then 
in getting into my teen years, even when people started watching horror movies, I never really got into them. I think the only one I ever watched as a teenager was uh, Child's Play 2. I got sneak preview passes to go see it. And I do love that movie. I have a, a soft spot for it. But it was it, right around the time I turned 20 or so, I finally, a friend of mine introduced me to um, to Halloween and, and made me sit down and watch it. And it is still to this day my favorite horror movie of all time. It is my number one without a doubt. Um, and and I, I love it. I think it's a brilliant movie. But that was the one that really opened up my eyes to the horror genre and, and realizing that – you know, coming out of the 80s like I did, so much yeah. horror at that point was just slasher films, which obviously Halloween is. But I think it's a step above your typical, you know, Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. And so that was the movie that sort of made me realize, whoa, hang on a second. There's there's good movies to be found in this genre. And over the years, I have loved many, many horror films. And there's a lot of them that I would consider some of my favorite movies. Um, and I think that the only reason that that was on my radar was because I fell in love with Halloween so much that I then wanted to explore the genre further. And I really hadn't done so for the first 20 years of my life at, at all. So uh, so that's my number five. Well, of course, your Halloween, I must agree, it is. It was one of the first slasher films, wasn't it? Yes, yes. As well, one of the first. It, it, just, it just does it so well. Absolutely. Uh, my number four is the most recent Poltergeist movie ah. because it was that film which gave you the idea for the After the Ending podcast. And I'm thankful for you for coming up with it. And for letting me be a part of it. Oh, well, you're welcome, Phil. Thank See, you. See, so they were getting a bit sappy here, but, or soppy, whatever you want to say. But, yeah, thanks, Mike. That's all I right. Listen, I, I cry in movies all the time. I'm a sappy guy as they come, and I have I have zero problems with there being some sap in our podcast. And if people don't like it, mm-hmm. then they can go listen to some other film podcast. But, but of course, that's I, all there is to it. I also want to thank all the people who are listening to these very words now. Some of them right. may even have a little tear in their eye. Some of them must be saying, oh, my God, and then quickly stopping this. Get a room, you two. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, it's something to be thankful for. I, I couldn't agree more, Phil. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, there you go. All right. Well, my number four pick is not quite so austere. I promise um, I wouldn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I promised myself I wouldn't do yeah. this. Um, and my number four is uh, Blade, actually, the original Blade Ooh, starring yeah. Wesley yeah. Snipes. Um, and the reason for that is because it really, more than any other movie, ushered in the modern comic book movie franchise, blockbuster, what have you. Um, you know, there had been comic book movies before then. Obviously, Superman, um, the Superman films, uh, you know, were a big deal. The yeah. Batman films. Films were a big deal, but they sort of seemed to be kind of self-contained. They never really like after Superman came out, there wasn't like this explosion of other superhero movies for some reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true that. Yeah, yeah. And and then when Blade came out in the mid '90s, it was a it was a it was this character nobody and everyone knew Superman, everyone knew Batman. You know, then Blade came out and it was a big hit, and it was this character that nobody knew about. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh wait, hang on a second, we can take other characters besides these iconic, you know, 75-year-old superheroes that everyone knows, and we can turn them into hit movies. And then then you've had the X-Men movies, which were a big hit, you know, and and that led to things like Hellboy. And then, of course, it just led to, like, the Marvel Universe taking chances on things like Iron Man and Thor, which, you know, people forget were not the A-list characters for a long time. Now they are, you know, but they weren't before. And I think really it all harkens back to the success of Blade. Um, So I think it's a movie that doesn't get as much appreciation as it should for kind of launching you know, what is these days really some, some, some of the best movies coming out in my opinion. So definitely. Yeah. So that's my number four. I'm thankful for Blade because as a lifelong comic book fan, I am super excited to always see these really great comic book adaptations. Yes. I mean, I'm also a very big comic book fan and that's why my number three, uh, for similar reasons, but different film, uh, my, I'm thankful for Iron Man. Excellent. But you've already mentioned the same kind of things, but as you said, Iron Man before the film, 
he was well known in comic book circles, but anybody who didn't read comics, he wasn't really on anybody's radar. He like right. he sort of had a vague idea, he popped up in cartoons and things like that, but he was he wasn't a major player in the mainstream world. Definitely. So so for Marvel Studios to go with that as the first main one was a big gamble. It, it, it worked out and it ushered in this wide, as you said, Blade started it, but Iron Man sort of was pushed the door wide open for the whole of the the Marvel universe. Suddenly, you had you know, you had uh, Phil Coulson there from Shield. You had all these little the little things, and you know, hints to the Mandarin and stuff like that. And suddenly, you realize you realize that they were taking all these things that we'd been reading since we were kids and loved, and we had an opportunity to see to see these things in the future. And it's and every film that comes out on the TV shows, we're just seeing more and more. I mean, I can't believe we're going to see Ghost Rider now and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and right. they're doing it well, you know, not better than the Cage ones ever did. But yeah, Iron, yeah. I'm thankful for Iron Man for, for kicking the door wide open. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an excellent choice. And I think you're right. Like Iron Man definitely was, again, ignoring the Batman and Superman films, you know, we'd had some, some successful superhero movies with the X-Men and stuff. And then Iron Man came in and made, you know, 300 million in the U.S. alone. And I forget how much worldwide. And really it turned the superhero movies from hits into blockbusters, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's really opened the door for a lot of stuff. So I, I think that's a great pick. I'm very thankful for it as well. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, my number three is Star Wars, the original 1977, episode four, A New Hope, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and mostly just because I've had a lifelong love affair with the, the, the film and the film universe and the franchise as a whole. I literally literally can't remember a time in my life when I wasn't a Star Wars fan. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, cool. it's been that long, yeah. you know? Um, and I, I can't ever remember a time before I knew Star Wars, and I can't ever remember a time when I wasn't just a gigantic fan of the entire franchise. I mean, I've read the comics. I played with the toys. I played the video games. You know, I've just immersed myself in this universe, and, uh, you know, I, I've never not loved it. And it, now is a great time to be a Star Wars fan. It's been reinvigorated. You know, they're making new movies. Um, and so – and I love it. I just – I love what a part of the culture it's become. It's, it's gone beyond being a part of the pop culture and is literally a part of our culture now. And, and yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah. So that's my number three. Brilliant. Okay, my number two is Jaws. Excellent. Because similar reasons for like your uh, your Halloween, but it's I was a lot younger. I saw when I saw Jaws, uh, I loved it. Sort of made me appreciate the way films could be made because the, the concept of it. I mean, I was young enough to realize it was like the plot was like some of the other cheesy things that you know I'd heard and read about. But seeing how well you know it was, how well shot it was, and the fact you didn't see the shark, and you had this music, I started to see how things all came together to make a film, film work, and make a film good. Right. But uh, but then when as Ben Gardner's head falls out the bottom of the boat, yeah, that also showed me how something can just scare the absolute crap out of you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, I didn't see the rest of the film after that because <laughs> I ran straight upstairs, and it made me scared of going, you know, having a bath and things like that. But I always remember a couple of days later, I was in, down in the shopping centre with my mum, and we're walking past a a shop that was selling TVs and they were playing Jaws there and basically yes because I told my mum wanted to watch the rest of it and it was just after that bit had happened uh-huh. and I can't remember because it was early in the, the afternoon as well I was surprised they were showing it but I stood and watched the rest of it there with my mum right I didn't have any sound but watching it and then seeing like uh you know Quinn's getting chomped on and all this stuff it probably helped that I couldn't hear anything yeah yeah but exactly. uh, less than the impact yeah there. But uh, I remember doing it. It's a vivid memory of mine standing there watching it and also Ben Gardner's head scaring me. Right. But it's. Uh, I want to thank George for making me appreciate how films are made and made well and also for showing how scary they can be with simple things. Excellent. 
An excellent choice. Well, my number two pick is not Jaws, but it's not dissimilar in reasoning for mm-hmm. that. And it is, and this won't come as a surprise to anybody who's listened to the podcast before, it is Casablanca. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it is simply because it, it's my favorite movie. It's my favorite movie of all time. I think it's the greatest movie ever made. And it's the similar thing in that it showed me how great movies can be. Like, it's it's the bar that everything can be compared to. And I, and I don't compare stuff like, I don't compare Halloween to, to Casablanca because they're not the same kind of film. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But it it's to me it's a truly magical film and you know i've i've championed it before i will continue to always tell people to watch it who haven't seen it because i always tell them it's not the film that they think it is but it, it's just it's one of those films that whenever i watch it it just puts a smile on my face and it just reminds me that you know this art form this this movie making can create magic you know yeah, yeah. um and that's just informed such a large part of my life movies have been a part of my life for so long um and even though casablanca wasn't one of the ones that 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 gave me that love of film. I didn't see it until I was a little bit older. Um, it, it's just, it, it, I have such a deep love for that movie that I, you know, to me it's, it's just everything, everything that's great about movie making is encapsulated in that film. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's my number two. Brilliant. Well, as you said, you tell people that, uh, it's not the film you think it is, but to be honest, the people who were, were working on the film at the time, it wasn't the film they thought it was going to be Diddy because they didn't have a clue what it was going to be. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Was, uh... It's true. It does have a very, a very interesting behind the scenes story yeah. for sure. Yeah. But we'll look, we'll do that in another episode one day. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know me, I'll talk about Casablanca anytime you want. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we might, yeah, we'll have to. We do some specials where we talk about individual films that we really like. Yeah, yeah, that could be fun for sure. Okay, well, my uh, my number one is you've already mentioned it, but it's Star Wars. Ah, good choice. First one, but sort of as a whole as well, apart from the prequels. Right. <laughs> but because uh, right. it's because as a kid, it's as you said, it's it's always been Star Wars. It's always been the uh, you know the whole thing. It just hits hit the imagination and hit it hard and just took you on these flights of fancies and of played video games, the role playing games, read the comics, the books films the tv shows cartoons and things uh and it's also now having a, having my daughter hannah it's something that she loves as well um, yep. well also my mum and dad love it as well so it's we can watch it together and enjoy it yeah, and, it's generational yeah it's just it's something we could you can bond over you can talk about it you mean i've had lightsaber fights with hannah we went to the secret cinema mm-hmm. empire strikes back i just like dropping it in because it was amazing <laughs> i'm sure so i went there with hannah hannah and my mum and dad as well and it was so we were like we were on tatooine we lived it we did it. We right. we got hand to take us off planet and all this stuff. But yeah, Star Wars is just it's just something which uh, surrounds us and flows through us and binds us. Uh, <laughs> Nicely done. Does. So yeah, Star Wars is my number one. Very good choice. Excellent. Thank you. So what's uh, what's your number one? Well, my number one actually has already appeared on your list, Ooh. believe it or not, and it is Poltergeist from 2015. For the same reason that you picked, because ah. it was the movie that gave me the idea for after the ending, and uh, I this is where I get sappy now, Phil. You know, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, and I'm not saying that to take credit no, for it. You know, it's not that kind of thing. But I have um, really enjoyed making this podcast uh, with you, and um, it's been so much fun, and it's been you know a great experience, and it's opened my up opened us up to so many opportunities, and you know it's it's great that all these people are listening. Thank you, all you listeners, for listening uh, and interacting with us. Yeah. It just really gives Especially us a you. forum. <laughs> I, I yes, pointed you. at the microphone then when I said that. I don't know why oh, I pointed nice. at the microphone. <laughs> that's okay. The person who you're talking to, they'll feel it. They'll yeah. feel the point. Yes. Um, Ooh, that's, but, uh, that sounds quite wrong now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does a little bit. I apologize for pointing person I was talking to. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's it's just been, um, like I said a few minutes ago, film was such an important part of my life. And this has just been really, a really fun medium to explore that and have a good time. And, you know, you and I get to do this every week and we have a great time together. Uh, so, you know, this is really one of my favorite things 
that that's you know in my life right now. Obviously, aside from my family, which is always comes first. But, yeah. Uh, you know, this is one of the best things that that I'm involved in. So I know what you mean it's always it's always something to look forward to in the week, and it's nice to just talk movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And have fun with it, you know, and we do something a little different and we, we enjoy it. And uh, I think that's something something special. So, so a little a little sappy and maybe also a little self-congratulatory. But you know what? I don't care. And that's what Thanksgiving's all about, I believe. That's right. I've exactly. heard about it. Exactly. <laughs> Yams with marshmallows on the top. Is that a thing? Uh, it is. I don't eat them. Yeah. But yes, it is definitely a thing over here. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't don't ask me because I don't get it. No. All right. Well, those are our top five films that we're thankful for. As always, we would love to hear your top five films. So if you have some films that you're thankful for, please share them with us via all of the usual social media channels. As always, we like to keep our bonus episodes a little shorter. But, Phil, why don't you tell people what they can expect next week when we come back to our fully scheduled regular programming? Yeah, next week we'll be going after the ending of Moulin Rouge. Excellent. And also The Rundown, which is also known as Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, both, both should be quite interesting. And we're also doing our top 10 favorite films of 1966. Yeah, should be fun. Oh, and I've just, th- I've just thought on as well, because we've also done, in the past, we've done an after the ending of Planes, Trains and Automobiles. That's true. So if anybody wants to listen to that during Thanksgiving, that was way, way back in episode three. Was it really? Yeah, episode three, we also talked about Chronicle. Wow, I didn't realize it was that long ago we did Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah. That was an early one. Yeah, very early one. Well, it's still – I thought we had some really fun endings for that one. Speaking of sappy, as I recall, mine was quite sappy, but yours was uh, was not, and it was a lot of fun. So definitely check that out if you haven't listened to that one yet. It was uh, always lots of fun. I'll probably sound a little bit nervous on that one because I was still in the early days of podcasting. But uh, go back, have a listen, and see how I've improved. Yeah, and see how how the early episodes, you know, the format was a little different back then too. So I'm sure yeah. that I'm sure that I don't, I probably sound a little a little more flustered as well. So, but you know, always good to see the roots. Yeah, we we use lots of pictures and things back then. We realized that didn't work in a podcast. <laughs> That's right. Long stretches of silence yeah. in those early episodes. Sorry about that. <laughs> you can fast forward if you want. <laughs> I've drawn a map of Dell and Neil's trip, yeah. uh, uh, you know, from Wichita to Chicago. Let's take a look. This is the face he was pulling at the time. <laughs> right. And then he did this. Yeah, so we, we had some kinks to work yeah. out, but we got through that. Yeah, well, I think we've uh, we've honed it now. Yes, indeed. I won't say to perfection because you should never reach perfection. You should always be striving for it. That's right. That's right. Ooh, that was deep. That was your little... Uh... Moment of Zen. Yes, thank you. This this week's moment of Zen brought to you by Phil Edwards and his Zen-like tea. Yes, it was good green tea. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. All right. Well, on that note, then I think we can wrap things up for this week, as always, and and I think fittingly, we thank you very much for listening. I think sincerely, we both thank you. If you're listening to this podcast right now, uh, that means a lot to us. Yeah. Thank you very much. We appreciate all the time you've spent listening to this. All right. Well, as always, I am Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards. And we'll see you next week. After the ending. Whenever I did countdown to the recording, I always think of the, the lethal weapon where it's like, you know, do we go on three or do yeah, we yeah. go one, two, three, go? What did we go? Well, for my dad's birthday tonight, um, my brother came out with his kids and I had Hannah as well. Uh-huh. So we had like a nice birthday tea. And mum came out with the cake and she said, okay, we'll sing on three. And then she just went straight into happy birthday. <laughs> and we were going, what? Me and, me and my brother were going, what? Did we miss that? Did, we, did I sleep? What happened? Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we'll go on three. Happy birthday to... Well, she said three, technically. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's what Hannah said. She went, well, she wasn't lying. Right. <laughs> Why don't you kick things off then, Phil? Why don't you go ahead and, uh, and uh, let me do that again, because that was kind of terrible. Okay, yeah.
I've played the video games. You know, I've dressed as the characters for Halloween. Yeah. Now I'm taking that part out because I've never actually done that. <laughs> I don't know. I said that. <laughs> like, you've, I, you've it seems like I should them. have at some point, yeah. and then I'm like, no, no, I never actually have done that. <laughs> Definitely check that out if you haven't listened to that one yet. Hello. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was oh. just uh, having a drink. <laughs> okay, I was to say because usually when I stop and it goes silent, that's your cue. Mm. For, I know. For I was. I was something. thinking. I was thinking. Swallow the water, fellas. Swallow the water. <laughs>